Welcome to Tea Time with Tiffany, a podcast about faith, books, and everything in between. You can read all of my writings about these same topics over at lifeofacatholiclibrarian.com. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Tea Time, episode number... 111. I see I have it wrong here in my tentative show notes. We have passed the episode 100 mark. So the theme of today is back to school. The crazy week that I have had with teaching after my long summer break. So we're going to talk about that. Um, I also had an incredibly crazy weekend and I wrote about that earlier in the week. That was, it was fun though. I really had a wonderful weekend, but then I had to come back to work and it was a little rough on Monday. Um, but at any rate, you can read about my dancing adventures. I had a great time. Um, always good to be able to uh, explore that creative side and, um, you know, poke fun at myself, I guess, not take myself too seriously. And that's a good combination of things for me. So I had, I had a really nice weekend, but I came into Monday totally exhausted, which was not good for being the first day of the fall semester. Um, but we'll circle back to that. So we're going to talk about that. I have a new book. I have a, a couple of things download this week, Cozy Mysteries. So I have a new one to tell you about. Um, Prayer Corner has lots of activity going on in there. So uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the Liturgy of the Hours and the prayer challenge we had started talking about last week, and also a lot of activity in the Creative Commons. I have a new pattern to tell you about, and big progress on my Rhinebeck sweater. So that's our content for the week. So, all right, so I came into Monday already dead tired, which is not a good thing, right? Because I had dancing on Friday night, on Saturday night, I hosted a jewelry party for a friend of mine who is a Chloe and Isabel merchandiser. And I'm friends with a lot of belly dancers, right? And so everybody loves jewelry because it really is a nice supplement to our costuming and the different events that we go to. And so I had a bunch of women at my house on Saturday evening. We had a great time. Um, Anne was in her element because there was a baby there and there was lots of women there. She likes to have her girl time. And um, Mike and I prepared some food and drinks and it was lovely. But you all know that I am an introvert and the dancing on Friday night and hosting lots of people at my house on Saturday Although it's all wonderful, it's very draining for somebody that's a a reserved introvert the way that Mike and I are. And so I was dead to the world Saturday night going to bed. I was so tired, just washed out from all of the socializing. And I woke up Sunday and we had a busy day. I like really, I really like Sundays to truly be my day of rest. Um, And Anne and I have been just thriving in the Hallmark movies and mysteries little marathons they've been having um, throughout August on Sundays. I love it. So every Sunday they have a different um, mystery show that they have a whole marathon on leading up uh, into the evening. And so they had the bakery mysteries and they had the garage sale mysteries and they had Aurora Tea Garden earlier in the month. That's the librarian. I love all of that. 
So this past Sunday was garage sale mysteries, and all excited about watching those. But we had mass, of course, and I had to pick. Uh, I had some errands to run and pick up some medicine for Henry at the pharmacy. Usually that's when we would be getting back and starting in on our mysteries. I had some food preparation to do for the week and it was my father-in-law's birthday and um, my mother-in-law wanted the kids to come over and help her bake a cake which they were looking forward to so we shipped them off over there they wanted us to come my in-laws wanted us to come for dinner and cake and so i was doing all the stuff around the house i recorded some of the mysteries but it just wasn't the same <laughs> we went over for dinner and cake and then i had an event at the dance studio um, we're having a little movie night, um, and the reason that I really prioritized it this time, despite the crazy busy weekend, is because it was also a going away party for one of our beloved um, studio members who's moving, and so it was an opportunity to, to say goodbye to her and have a little celebration for her, and so I really wanted to be there. And so again, more just busy, more, more socializing with people that I love, but I went into Monday just dead. I was so tired and I had three classes in a row Monday morning, 9, 10, 11, and I was not emotionally ready. I was ready. I had, you know, looked over the lesson. It wasn't a big deal. We're going over the syllabus. We're starting um, having them set up their e-portfolios and going through that process. It was fine. I mean, that's not difficult. But I just was not in my groove for sure on Monday. I you know I got through the classes, but I was just feeling stressed out again about teaching and I don't want to feel that way when I have the whole semester ahead of me. So Monday I was cranky. I'll just be honest. It was, um, I was struggling. Uh, but you know, my, I have a group of friends here at work that I knit with at lunch and they brought cupcakes in for me. And that that's what I had for lunch on Monday. I had a humongous cupcake. Sure rush. It was fantastic. And that really brightened my day. Um, Monday evenings, I also go to a fitness class called HipFit that I love, and that really also helped to boost my spirits. So that was great. I came into Tuesday even deader than I was on Monday. I was just, it was, teaching drains me in the same way because you're up in front of people and you're engaging with them, and it's just, I find it very tiring. And I was nervous on Tuesday because... We have a few other librarians helping us out that don't normally teach this fall semester because there were so many sections of this library lab to cover. There were more than our small team could possibly handle because we all already have 11 that we're doing and we found out from prior experience <laughs> that going up into the realm of the teens is just not um, a workable load. It gets overwhelming because each of these classes has a unique group of students that need all of their work graded and their questions answered and it just gets to be too much. So we're all sitting at 11 but we needed, there were still more classes and so we have a couple other librarians helping us out and one of these librarians is a good friend of mine whose name is Stacy and she's in my knitting group and so I was team teaching with her on Tuesday. I was nervous. I wanted my best foot forward. Like Stacy's never seen me teach before. I felt like I was performing in a sense, you know? Like I really want to do my best possible job and I want this to go really well. 
and it did. We had a wonderful, she's a very natural teacher. We had a great dynamic for our class. And in fact, we're teaching again together today. I'm looking forward to it. And it was a great experience. And from that point on, my spirits definitely felt lifted. And Tuesday, I had another class on Tuesday uh, with a different, who did I teach with? Um, somebody from my team later in the morning on Tuesday. Yesterday, I had the three in a row again with three different librarians, two of my colleagues on my current team, although one is our brand new colleague who was just hired this summer. He was fantastic, um, but I hadn't taught with him before. I knew he would be just based upon his interview, but that was new. And then in the middle of those three, I had one of the other new helping subbing librarians. And so each class was different. That really helps when you're teaching with different people. Everybody's style is different. Um, it's been wonderful. It has been wonderful. And in the spring, I think contributing to this is the fact that in the spring, I took on more of the, in terms of the team teaching situation, I took on more of the one-on-one -on -one um, I was going around helping the students while the other librarian sort of took the lead role in terms of the demonstration. I see my video doing something weird. I don't know why. Sorry if you're watching the video, the color is kind of coming in and out. It's done that before, but it hasn't done that for a while. <laughs> Who knows why it's suddenly doing it again. Um, but at any rate, so in the spring I had... I was in my element doing what I really enjoy, which is working one-on-one -on -one with students in more of a reference librarian mode. And it gave me a really needed respite from leading the instruction. So coming into the fall now, I'm having to lead a little bit more because I'm teaching quite a bit with our subbing, assisting librarians. I think I have five sections with them. And because they don't normally teach, they want us to take more of that lead role in them being more of the one-on-one -on -one librarian. And, you know, it feels really good. The break really helped me to feel recharged, and that is an excellent feeling. So I'm going to explore what's going on with my camera for next week. So sorry about that. If you're one of my video watchers, we will figure out what's going on. Um, but at any rate, it, since Tuesday, I have felt a lot better, and I'm very grateful to God for that. Um, I'm tired. This is my last day of teaching for the week. I have three classes today. They're in the afternoon today, so it mixes it up a little bit. On Fridays, I have plenty of work to do, but I don't have any classes to teach unless I need to sub for somebody. So I'm hoping that that too is going to contribute to me continuing to feel recharged. This semester, we all have one day that we're not teaching, and I really think that's going to help us. So good. I'm feeling a lot better. And I'm just tired. <laughs> My kids go back to school on Wednesday of next week. I'm expecting that to be another long week, another transition week, but we're doing okay. We're getting there. Um, we have a long weekend for Labor Day this weekend. I need the sleep, frankly, because I haven't been sleeping the best just with, with everything that's been making my mind race. And so it, it'll be a much needed period of rest. I'm glad for that. And, you know, hoping to kind of push through next week too. I know it'll be busy, but it'll, it'll be okay. So that's what's been happening with me. I mentioned that I had a couple of new books download to my Kindle this week. One is the book that I spoke about last week and what's on my bookshelf, which was um, the Amish candy shop mystery called The Salted Caramel. So it's on my Kindle. I haven't started it yet because I'm finishing off the last Amish quilt shop mystery. Those are written by the same author, Amanda Flower, and I just really love her work. 
So I'm excited about continuing on with those books. But another book that downloaded to my Kindle this Tuesday is a pre-order I had set up a while ago. One of these Seaside Knitters mysteries, and I think I've talked about these before, but it's been a while. The author is Sally Goldenbaum, and this is the latest installment. This is a long series of books. I think there has to be at least 10 by now. Amazon will tell you in the um, little series area that they now have, which is really, really helpful. This particular installment is called Murder Wears Mittens. These are set in New England uh, in a seaside town, and I really, really enjoy them. I always buy the new books whenever they come out, and I've read all of them up to this point. You know, I think I might be one book behind, though. I have so many books on my Kindle. I know that I bought it, and I think it's waiting for me. Um, so, yeah, this is like, let me look while we're talking. I think that this is book 11 or 12. And where is that little series area? I don't see it. Then I'm not going to waste time looking for it right now. Um, but this is a, a lengthy series of books. Yeah, I'm looking here at her author page and I can just see seven books just and I need to scroll to keep going. So this is a long series and you can easily catch it. These books are very readily available at public libraries. I've, I've gotten, the, I remember when I first started reading these, um, I started in print via my public library. Now I read them on Kindle, but I'm sure you'll be able to find them. The first book is called Death by Cashmere if you want to start at the beginning. And they're called The Seaside Knitters. That's the name of the series. She has some Christmas installments in there. The one that I'm pretty sure I have waiting on my Kindle is called Murder at Lamb's Wolf Farm. That came out in 2016. This Murder Wears Mittens just came out on Tuesday, so that's the brand new one. But there's lots of books before this in the series to catch up on if you'd like to. I love them. Very cozy feeling. I love the setting, the seaside New England town. And it's good stuff. And of course, it's knitters and I, I'm all about that kind of stuff. So you might want to check those out. My prayer corner. So I had mentioned this 30-day prayer challenge that I wanted to try to pray evening and night prayer starting Monday. Okay, so this has been going well. It hasn't been going the way that I expected in that I haven't really been praying evening and night prayer. However, this challenge inspired me to look back at my Divine Office app that I had purchased some time ago. This app is currently not available because I know that they're going through some copyright issues um, with regards to putting out the text for the Liturgy of the Hours. But if you had purchased the app before, they're still somewhat supporting it and the content is updated. And the nice thing about this particular app, because there are other free apps for Liturgy of the Hours, there's iBrewery, there's another one that I can't think of the name of right now, um, but if you did a search you would find them for either iOS or Android. The nice thing about the official Divine Office app is that they had an audio component, it's not just the text. And that is really nice if you're in the car, you can listen, or if you're doing some other work, you can just put your earbuds in and listen along. And so it inspired me to pull it out and to put aside listening to my podcasts in the car this week. I've been trying to listen to those while I'm getting ready for work in the morning. Um, and instead in the car, I'm listening to morning prayer. I have to say it's been lovely. The app is a little buggy and I don't know how much they're keeping up with trying to fix these technical issues because new people aren't downloading the app. 
And so it cuts out sometimes right at the end, which is frustrating because then I'm driving and I can't be fussing with my phone. So, it, you know, what can you do? I, I get through most of it. This morning it was okay. I, it went all the way through morning prayer without interruption and it was beautiful. I didn't think I was going to be able to get in morning prayer because fitting in reading the text, whether it be on my phone in the app or in the books, which I also own, is just not a feasible thing for my morning routine. But listening to it in the car definitely is, and I hadn't really thought of that before. And that has really helped this week. And on the way home a couple of days, I have also listened to evening prayer. And that has also been lovely. I, I don't have working AC in my car, so sometimes I need to open the windows and it's harder to hear then. <laughs> um, so it hasn't been as successful as morning prayer, but I listened to it yesterday evening on my way home and it was beautiful. So I haven't been reading night prayer, but I figure we're going to call this an overall liturgy of the hours challenge <laughs> for a month. Whatever office or offices you can get in in a day, I call that a win. So I'm going to keep going. It, this has disrupted my podcast schedule, so I've been trying to squeeze some podcast listening in other times of my day, and, but I'm definitely a little behind where I usually am. But I think that this is a worthwhile exercise in terms of uh, prayer in the car. And it's going well. I think it's really important. And I can definitely feel that my spirits have lifted since I have started doing this, and so I really want to keep doing it. So that's where I am with that. And so far, so good. I'd love to hear how it's going for you if you've been praying along. Creative Commons, I'm on the second sleeve of my Rhinebeck sweater way down by the cuff. I am almost done. Um, then I'll just need to weave in ends and block it to kind of stretch out the cables a little bit so you can see them better. I'm almost there. So I'm really thinking that I can finish over the long weekend. That's a big yay. Um, the other thing that I want to start is a pattern called the Beachcomber Shawl. And I downloaded this from Nitpicks. I have a link in the show notes. I'm not using the colors that they have in there, although those are beautiful. Um, what they have in the pattern pictures is more of a summer-inspired color way, and I want mine to be fall-inspired. So I bought some yarn from Expression Fiber Arts. I have a link to the yarn base in the show notes, but Expression Fiber Arts op operates under a model that she always has fresh inventory. I mean, she sometimes brings back colors, but she is always putting out new colorways and so things are up for a limited amount of time for you to order and then they go away and they may not come back at all or they may not come back for a while. She may put that colorway out in one of her other bases, a fingering weight base um, versus the thicker worsted or DK weight base. She may put it out in a silk when before it was in the sock yarn and so it's just it's a you know an independent own business and it that's it's all different all the time so the colorways that i picked which were too beautiful she has one of the colorways up the autumn sunset i think it's called that's one of the ones that i used i have a link to her dk page because that's the yarn base that i purchased um, but the other two colors one was a beautiful pumpkin orange and another was a variation on that autumn sunset that just had slightly different hues in it because it was a whole gradient kit and i bought two of those plus the orange um, she doesn't have all of those up anymore. So 
that is the way it is but there are some other beautiful autumn colorways getting the link for the show notes just made me look at them and want them which I don't need more yarn right now so I cannot be wanting them but she does just beautiful work I cannot more highly recommend expression fiber arts and she always has inspiration photos up for all of her yarn it is drool worthy just a gorgeous gorgeous picture and then the yarn color and or colors if it's a variegated situation are all based on that photo oh just inspiring so i am going to be um winding that yarn and starting that hopefully tonight i need to i really want to finish that sleeve before i start the shawl but i'm knitting the shawl with my friend allison and she's already started and i want to catch up to her so lots of knitting coming our way but that's been bringing me a lot of quiet joy so that's what's going on with me this week um i'm looking forward to a relaxing weekend some visiting with family crazy busy week next week like i mentioned with the kids going back to school but we'll get there i need to get Anne to an open house for a dance studio that we're looking at for her so she can sign up for a ballet class the first one is tonight i don't know that we're gonna make it but there's another one tuesday so maybe we'll hope for that one and then next weekend we tentatively have a troop dance performance scheduled we'll see if it's outside so it depends on the weather it'll be september so you never know um no rest for the weary but that's okay it's all good stuff right so i hope that you're doing really well write in and let me know how your prayer is going what you're reading what you're working on if you're starting your christmas gifts this is definitely the time of year for that to be starting your crafting for christmas i'd love to hear all about it i will definitely be talking to you next week i look forward to this time with you each week and i need it for my um my continual emotional recharge and refresh it really helps me and i hope that it helps you i look forward to talking to you soon and I'll see you then. Bye.